Hey, it's Candy. Did you know that I have a quiz to help coaches choose their niche? Yeah, I do. It's super popular and it has been taken more than 20,000 times. This is a fun quiz that takes you about two minutes to do, and it will probably give you way more clarity on choosing your best coaching niche. So now whether you say niche or niche, it's going to work for you. And if you're a coach and you have been stuck in niche indecision, wondering what to do, then you should take my quiz and find out what you learn. You can take the quiz today at coachnichequiz.com. That's coachnichequiz.com. Okay, let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome to She Coaches Coaches. I'm your host, Candy Motzek, and I'm going to help you find the clarity, confidence, and courage to become the coach that you are meant to be. If you're a new coach, or if you've always wanted to be a life coach, then this is the place for you. We're going to talk all about mindset and strategies and how to, because step-by-step only works when you have the clarity, courage, and confidence to take action. Let's get started. Hey, friend, and welcome to this episode. I'm so glad you're here. Today, we're going to talk about one of my favorite topics. It's the topic of goals or achievements or accomplishment. Now, I'm recording this right at the end of November. So the name of the topic is the year's not over yet. And here's why. If you're one of my listeners, my guess is that you're a high achiever too. And you just love to get things done. And I bet one of your favorite emotions is that feeling of accomplished that ah, I did it. I did a good job. I made a difference. I got something done. Now, this exact topic came up on a private coaching call that I had this past week with one of my clients. And she mentioned, as we were talking, we were talking about word of the year. And her word of the year for this year, 2021, was going to be gratitude. She's been practicing that word all year. And she just was thinking that somehow the year didn't go as well as she would have liked. And then We wanted to move on. She wanted to talk about the word that she had chosen for next year, 2022. Now, here's what's funny. If you're listening to this when it goes live, you'll know that we're still right at the beginning of December. And what that client did is very similar to the way that I am too. Somehow we get to the beginning of December and it's like we want to skim by to the next year but there is an entire month to go through before the end of the year. So I'm curious, are you kind of like me? One month to go and you're already rushing off towards the next year? Sometimes I do this and I'm doing it, especially when things aren't going exactly the way I had envisioned or exactly the way I wanted. Maybe I'm not gonna hit that stretch goal that I'd set. So instead of focusing on the goal, pulling myself back in and doubling down to finish the year strong, I skip forward to the next and set a new goal and start looking forward. If you're like me, 
I bet you're seeing a ton of emails coming into your inbox right now, all about setting new goals and what are you going to do and let's start planning next year. And it is so tempting to start that work because it's always fun, right? The idea about what might happen next year, what we might accomplish next year. We want to spend that time doing something fun. And when we do that, we're actually taking our eye off of this year. You set a goal for a year or maybe for a quarter. That's one of my new things that I've started doing back in June is I set quarterly goals instead of annual goals. I find they're so much more immediate. And then I'm also so much more apt to be able to manage my mind well and focus just on this quarter, finish this quarter strong before I move on to the next. But when that client and I were having that conversation, we were talking about things on an annual basis, and there was still five weeks to go. Five full weeks is a long time, right? In fact, it's 10% of the year. And when we kind of dialed it back and looked at the math, like there's still one-tenth of the year, it really made us sort of sit up and take notice. 10% is a long time. So if that sounds like you, how does it serve you to write that time off and just zoom by it? I think sometimes if you're like me, you might give up early because you're nervous. You're nervous that you're not going to quite reach that goal. You're worried that you might feel disappointed. But here's the truth. By avoiding that potential short-term disappointment, you actually disappoint yourself in advance. And then you spend so much more time in a low-level kind of hum of disappointment. Here's a common sentiment. This is the kind of thing that I might say myself or my clients say. I hear this. Yeah, that goal. Hmm, you know, it's not going to happen. So why even bother? I'll start fresh next year. And the goal that you're giving up on is the exact same goal that you were excited about at the start of the year. And I bet if you thought you could still reach it, you'd still be excited. So giving up early is a sneaky little way of avoiding that potential for disappointment. Now, what would be possible if you just kept at it all the way through the year? How could you stick with it right to the stroke of midnight on December 31st before you gave up on this year's goal? Don't count it as a win or defeat, or don't give up until the very, very last minute. Keep working for it, because who knows, you might actually reach the goal if you let yourself continue working to it for 100% of that year. Working for that goal for 100% of the full year instead of giving up after only 90%. And believe me, I am in this with you too. Don't worry. We are learning and doing this side by side. I actually have a goal for the last quarter of this year for my business. And I found myself taking my foot off the gas in the last week of November. Crazy, right? That would have me quitting almost a full month in a three-month goal. But what I've learned is that I remind myself to keep going and to stick with it. And it's true. Often I don't reach my goal 
because sometimes I set some pretty big goals, but here's what I'm not. I don't get disappointed in myself because I know I did my best. I know I stayed with it the entire time instead of giving up early on. It's a big difference. It's the choice of being disappointed with myself for a longer period of time or that sharp little disappointment of not quite reaching the objective. So compare the two. Disappointed with myself and my performance and as a human compared to not quite reaching the objective. It's got a real different feel. And I've learned something important. And this is what I want you to take in. If I stick with it, I can decide to feel good about myself and what I did accomplish in that time. Then I can learn and adjust and create a new and improved plan to reach that goal the next time around. So if you're listening to this episode when it's released, and there's still almost a month left in the year, don't give up. Decide that you're going to stick with it. Commit to your goal again and do what you can in this remaining time. Keep going forward. And here are my thoughts for you as you're thinking of goal setting when it's time for next year, not in advance. I highly encourage you to start setting quarterly goals instead of annual. You're going to have way more chance of success. Because sticking with that goal for the entire three months is easier than giving up early, and it's easier than trying to adjust for the entire year. Now, if you catch yourself forgetting or making an excuse, realize it's just a little bit of self-sabotage, and we all do it. Remind yourself, I want this. I want to reach this goal. I'm willing to feel disappointed that I didn't reach the objective, but I am no longer willing to feel disappointed in myself. I know you can do this. I believe in you. So that's it for today. Don't give up too early on your goal. Stay with it until the very last step. Hey, you guys know that I appreciate you being here and I appreciate that you're listening to me. And I would love it if you would share these episodes with your friends and family. I record these to support coaches, but the concepts are universal. You don't have to be a coach to learn something and get the benefit from these episodes. Thank you for helping me share these concepts so we can create a lasting positive impact on our community. Did you know? that I work with some amazing high achievers, and I'm honored to invite you to be part of my community. If you're ready to get started, sign up for my free resource library, the Coaches Online Business Academy. There is lots of free help there waiting for you to get started with right now. And if you want even more help, maybe you've had enough of doing it all on your own and trial and error and trying to figure it out by yourself, and now you want to get some more help, maybe you want to work more closely with me. Click the link in the episode notes to find out how to apply to work with me, and I'll be back to speak with you again next week. Thanks again for listening today. Please hop on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. Also, I would love to hear from you. Did something that I say resonate? What else would you like to learn about? 
click the link in the player and leave a comment on the post. This is going to give me great ideas for future episodes so I can help you best. Join me again next week for more coaching, support, and teaching to help you become the confident coach you are meant to be.